Hi, friends. I'm Tierney. And I'm Shelby. And we're dead, dead drunk. drunk. Hi, drunkies. Welcome to part two of our three-part series where we talk about the women that are highlighted in the upcoming documentary, And So I Stayed. If you haven't listened to part one, go do that right now and then come back to this one after. In the first part, we talked about Kim Dadu Brown and the Domestic Violence Survivors Justice Act, or the DVSJA. This is a pretty recent law in New York State that allows for domestic violence survivors to receive reduced sentences if the crime they committed is associated with their abuse and if they have enough proof. Today in part two, we're talking about another woman, Tanisha Davis, and how the DVSJA ultimately played a role in her story. Hi. What's up? I just wanted to note that that was a great, correct pronunciation of Kim's last name. (laughs) (laughs) I looked it up. Well, but also I've seen it pronounced like so many different ways. I I know, but I I did. I did disclose my usual. I'm going to butcher this. And (laughs) then I butchered it. (laughs) Although I also messed up by not including the fact that Natalie Patillo or Patillo. I'm so sorry about last names. (laughs) But Natalie, it's part of your charm. Who wrote? Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> if it helps, I'll let you know. I didn't speak English when I was a child. I had a made-up language, and I had to see a speech therapist. So if that gives me, it's an not out, that English is your second language. It's that you <laughs> made up your own. Yeah, English isn't my second language. English <laughs> is my first language. But when I was born, I didn't accept that as my language. I made my own. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> and that's I why that. I butcher everybody's name. <laughs> but the this, more you know. This isn't an excuse for that because this I just plain old forgot to tell you guys that Natalie Patillo, who wrote the portion, um, sorry, the story about Kim that I read in our last episode, she's the co-director of the documentary And So I Stayed. <laughs> and a wonderful, hardworking woman for survivors like Kim and Tanisha who we're talking about today. I can't wait to tell you about Tanisha. It's, (laughs) it's a story. It's, it has, it's a roller coaster for sure. Oh, I'm excited. Um, but first I have to tell you about today's drink, obviously. And it comes to us from Knox cocktail lounge in Rochester, New York, which is where our case takes place. And it's called, are you ready for this? Cause I don't know if I am. It's called polyjuice potion. What? <laughs> I'm so baffled by the fact that I haven't seen a cocktail called that before. I just I know. now am realizing that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And as a massive Harry Potter fan, I had to choose this one off of their menu. And after reading the ingredients, I was even more sold on this alliterative masterpiece, if you will. <laughs> so what you're going to do is take some Aperol pineapple juice grapefruit juice and orgeat syrup i looked up how to say that (laughs) and you're gonna mix that together in a shaker strain it into a pint glass over ice and then top with a hazy ipa wow i feel like the the ipa mixed with like the sweet juice and the syrup probably tastes really really good yeah and there you have the polyjuice potion yeah right so good (laughs) i (laughs) 
It is 2 p.m. on a Thursday, but I feel like maybe <laughs> we could drink some right now. <laughs> so are you guys ready for the case? Drink up, dead drunkies. All right. Before I begin with Tanisha's case, I want to mention that one of the main sources I use to find this information in um, the episode today is the Survived and Punished website. And I... It will be linked below. They also have a donation page. If you are in the position to donate, it's right on their page. And um, that would go to help victims like Tanisha with their appeals and all that kind of stuff. So here we go. Tanisha was 19 years old when she began a relationship with Montreal Wright, who was 30 years old. Now, I'm all about an age gap if that's what makes you happy, but to me, there's just something creepy about a 30-year-old man dating a teenager. Oh, I agree. But also, I have a bigger problem with his name being Montreal. I didn't enjoy my trip to Montreal. So oh, my I gosh. Just me either. Don't. I mean, maybe it's the Frenchness. I don't know I what got it tonsillitis, <laughs> and then I got yelled at in a train station basement by the doctor because I didn't speak French. <laughs> and we got detained at the border too so oh it was just gosh. like a whole thing wow yeah. oh yeah um, but he spells it with two l's so that's even more infuriating to me <laughs> oh, like <laughs> your name's Montreal. Montreal can you spell it correctly all. like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's, he's garbage he's all he's, the Montreal. he's literal garbage so i don't <laughs> care that we're making fun of him um but yeah if you're 30 years old can you not date a teenager that's like Wait, grooming how, and like how creepy old is Tanisha? and like she was 19 when she was dating him at 30. Oh, yeah. That feels a little bit <laughs> like a little like, much. Like that and that gap is fine if you're like 29 dating someone who's 40. Yeah. I mean, it's still like a lot. But if because you're 19 years old dating someone, you're at two completely different places in your life. Yeah. You're not yet an adult. You don't know what you're doing yet at the age of yeah, 19. Exactly. I mean, yeah, I could tell you in my early 20s, I made a similar terrible decision with. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, yeah. you're just not ready. Honestly, you shouldn't be allowed to date until like you, <laughs> until you know. <laughs> I just, I just question the judgment of somebody in their 30s that is dating a teenager. I mean, I, I don't want to like, Why be are you not dating someone your age? Sexist, why? but like. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like men, when men do it, they're, they're judged less, but it's creepy. It's really creepy, but somehow they're it judged, is. you know, for some reason I just thought of Pam Smart. Is it Pam Smart? Is that who I'm Yeah. Thinking? Yep. Yeah. I just think of her and how she was like, oh, she went after the younger boys. Like, um, excuse you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think that was even less of a gap because she was very young and he was like an 18 year old or something. I mean, it's it's still gross, but like, oh can yeah, we, oh, hundred percent. Can we just so make gross, it gross but. across the board? Like, <laughs> <laughs> anybody under the age of, let's. How about this? If you can't drink, but your partner can, maybe. Yeah, you should be able to have a drink with your partner at a bar. Yeah, maybe sit it out. Like, <laughs> it's just she's just in a completely different place than him, and so that's what was kind of like a red yeah. flag for me. Oh wait, let me adjust that because i feel like if you're 20 and your boyfriend's 21 that's fine if you can't drink and your significant other has been drinking for 10 years then you <laughs> you've yeah. made a mistake somewhere and you can yeah. back it up <laughs> yeah for sure 
But besides the age gap, at first, Tanisha didn't notice any red flags with Wright. It wasn't until the abuse began that she learned of his past convictions. He was actually on probation from a previous domestic violence incident when she met him. Oh, my God. But despite this, the two had a relationship for nearly eight years. And throughout the years, Wright became increasingly violent with Tanisha. The Survived and Punished website also describes him as being controlling and manipulative, which is something we see very often in these cases with these types of men. I think, too, I mean, I know I laughed at it, but I laugh because it's, that's ridiculous. I mean, to, <laughs> you know that he's just going to do it again. So why, why is there not a database for domestic abusers the same there, way that there is one for sexual predators? I don't why? know. But because I then, mean... Also, at this time, like, I when I f- started dating somebody, I don't know that I would necessarily look them up on all these databases. She um, probably met him, like, thought he was a nice guy. You would. I mean, okay, I probably, <laughs> I probably would, but like, normal people, like, maybe would just be like, oh, I really like this guy. I'm not gonna go search his criminal history. I don't know. Yeah, no, I, it, I'm not laughing at her because you wouldn't know that. You wouldn't. Think, right. I wouldn't think to ask about someone's previous arrest record, you know? It's Yeah, it's just like, it's, oh, I, mean, I like this Nowadays, guy. though, I think that if you put their name into Google, you'll just, you'll see it. If there are court documents, you'll see it. Sometimes, but I, in places, I was talking to Adam about this the other day because, like, the reason why everything is always, like, Florida man or, like, you know, is because they have different restrictions about what they can publicly release than any of the other states do. So like this crazy stuff is happening in other places too, but it's just, they don't release it publicly like Florida does. Oh, I get what you mean. Okay. Like there's stuff on, on this case that I couldn't find a lot of information on. Like I used the few sources that I used. And then if I was trying to find like specific information, it, it wasn't available. Because wow. I guess it depends on kind of like the uh, popularity of the case and the, yeah. you know, how, like how published it is. I don't know. That is I'm that's hoping so that crazy, though. I do. I do think there should be something, you know, like just. Yeah. I mean, again, if you're like registered as a sex offender, you don't like you also have to look that up. Right. right. So like a person is not going that's to. That's true. Do they have yeah. to tell you that? Do they? I don't. I don't know that we would have any way of like enforcing that, right? Enforcing that. Yeah. So I, yeah, I, I don't know, but I mean, you can't, you can't falter for that. Like I just, I mean, you can't falter for any of this. You don't, (laughs) it's not her fault. And you'll, you'll see as we keep going, how in the right she was like this whole time. Um, so Wright would attack Tanisha for the littlest things. For example, leaving her heels at a party they went to, rolling the window up in the car during winter because she was cold, but he wanted the window to be rolled down, and putting up her own tree. All of these things led to violence. Putting up her own Christmas tree? Yep. Was he, did he not like Christmas? I'm not 100% <laughs> sure what his problem was with that one, but... Yeah, it was like anything she did, he would become violent, pretty much. Ah, that's horrible. Yeah. So Tanisha she eventually... Living, she must have just been living in complete fear. Yeah, exactly. Wow. And oh so God. because of this, Tanisha did eventually try to leave him. 
Uh, but he didn't really take it very well. He actually broke into her house through her window, scaring her and terrifying her young son who was living with her. And he yeah. was the type of guy that didn't really care if her son was around to see any of the abuse. He even once swerved into oncoming traffic when the three of them were in a car together because Tanisha wouldn't tell him that she loved him. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. So he didn't even care. Stuff in the car is absolutely terrifying. Yeah. It's so terrifying. Mm-hmm. Oh, I Ugh, and that's horrible that's horrible yeah a lot because a lot son. of people you'll see like still awful garbage people but we'll draw the line when it comes to children mm-hmm. like yeah we haven't talked about him in a while but israel keys <laughs> but uh <laughs> you can't see the face i made i'm sorry um but like a lot of a lot of people like that will draw the line when it comes to children and he just didn't really seem to do that. Yeah. I mean even we've never talked about well we've mentioned him but we've never done an episode on Dennis Rader BTK but mm-hmm. even that disgusting human being had a soft spot for dogs. Yeah. I think it was just dogs. I don't think he cared about cats, but it was oh. dogs. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's an idiot. So for sure. <laughs> Speaking of idiots, right? Continue to <laughs> abuse Tanisha. I'm sorry, that was so perfect. <laughs> Speaking of idiots, <laughs> all right, I'm so sorry. You're good. <laughs> but uh, so right continued to abuse Tanisha, sexually assaulting her, and even trying to choke her while she was sleeping. So literally, she did nothing. She's asleep. Uh. That's, that's disgusting because of all guy. of the abuse so she much. has sustained long-term <laughs> knee problems she has a scar on her hand and she has a chipped tooth oh that she's like God. still has today yeah well i'm sure oh you're wondering God. if anybody knew that this abuse was going on and i mean i wasn't really wondering it all feels pretty blatant out in the open like <laughs> yeah it's not like he uh, tried to hide it yeah right And the answer is frustrating because, yes, Tanisha reported these attacks to the police very often. However, none of them were taken seriously. The police would literally pick right up at her house and drive around the corner and drop him off around the corner from her house. What the hell? Just to, like, remove him from the situation, I guess. But obviously, he's just going to go back. Right. What the hell is that? This is... I don't know. I don't know. Again, I have, like, very little idea what the police's job is in this circumstance because they're not preventing a crime. They're actively waiting for one to happen. Right. Like, it's... it. I don't understand. What What is the point of them? Like, what? <laughs> I, I don't know. It's pretty awful. <sighs> Tanisha actually had not one but two orders of protection against Wright, but that didn't keep him away from her. It usually doesn't. On the night of the last attack, Tanisha and Wright had a disagreement. They had gone out for the night and Wright had flirted with another woman. And so when they got home, Tanisha asked him about it, which led to Wright beating and choking her. According to Survived and Punished, there is a voicemail that exists of the audio from part of this attack where Wright is heard hitting Tanisha and yelling, is this what you want? While Tanisha is heard in the background crying for help. I couldn't find the audio or any more information about it online. I'm sure that in And So I Stayed, when it comes out, they will discuss it. 
Um, Mm -hmm. So I'm interested to hear more about who that call was to and, uh, you know, where that audio is. But yeah. And why, why would an actual audio recording of an attack not be enough to justify self-defense? I I don't believe that it was presented at her trial. And we'll get into that a little later. Oh my God. I'm so annoyed already yeah. <laughs> we're not even there yeah. <laughs> um so tanisha told democrat and chronicle about the attack in detail saying that he chased her to the door grabbed her by her hair threw her on the ground and began punching her in the face then he started choking her and it was then that tanisha acted in self-defense she grabbed a knife that she had placed on the table in the living room a few nights before when she woke up to being choked by him. And it was at that point she decided I need to protect myself. I'm going to kind of stash knives in every room of the house in case it go- something goes too far and I need to help myself. Smart. So there was one in the living room. She took the knife from the table and she swung it at right. She stabbed him once and it was in his like neck shoulder area. And it wasn't even until he fell back onto the couch that she realized that she had even stabbed him. She was just kind of swinging to get him off of her because she couldn't breathe. Yeah. She was just trying fighting for her life. She wasn't even, she wasn't thinking about it. So Wright got up off of the couch and Tanisha actually helped him to apply first aid to his wound by giving him a towel And he paced around for a bit, holding it on himself before he lied on the floor where he did eventually pass away. When the police showed up, Tanisha was sitting on the floor with him. And she was the one who called 911. Right. So So he, he, I'm sorry. So she kind of, did she stab it in or she was just. She was swinging it. So I believe that. Like slice it. The, I don't know if it went in and then came out or if it or wasn't if it was still like a, in him, though, if that makes sense. Right. Okay. It was just and then they applied to pressure area. to it. But I'm assuming it wasn't enough. And he bled out. Is yeah. that what I. Yes, I oh, believe okay. so. Unfortunately, Tanisha, she was so scared in this instance. Right. And so when the police came, she originally lied to them, saying that she didn't stab him. She told them that she was brushing her teeth and then heard him yell for help and came down and found him like that because, and she'll say in her trial that when she's put on the stand that she explains why she lied, which was that she was always taught growing up not to trust the police because they aren't on her side, basically, as a black woman in... yeah. The United States in even in 2013. Yeah, they like historically they are not on her side. Right. So I understand her mistrust of the police. I mean, if you if you haven't seen or read The Hate You Give, the very first scene in that movie is their father telling you exactly telling the kids exactly how to interact with the police. And it's just basically like, here are my hands. Mm-hmm. And that's it. I, and there like, was a Grey's Anatomy episode where they talked about it to their young mm-hmm. son. It's like, it's disgusting how we have to teach young black children how to act around the police, but we don't have to do that for white people. Right. I think it's really, it's it's sad. 
It's really sad, but it's something too that I think that a lot of the population don't think about the um, people that aren't African American or maybe just minorities don't think about. Oh, you have to watch how you act out there because the police could come and take you. Like I, I have had never thought that mm-hmm. before this year. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. So, as I said, when on trial, Tanisha did admit that she had lied. She explained why, but this didn't really help her case, especially in front of the jury, who didn't really get all of the information. So, Tanisha's trial was very unfair, to say the least. For one, the jury was not told that because of everything surrounding the attack, that she was justified in an act of self-defense. Little evidence of prior abuse was presented, and oh there God. was no expert witness to explain the misconceptions we talked about in part one or the severity of the abuse that Tanisha was enduring. Remember, this was in 2013, so the DVSJA was not yet a law to be considered. Right, but it's still, you're missing key parts right. of the The crime. jury should have been told, hey, this is all the prior abuse. She was being attacked yeah, this I mean, is... not to say the least that he she could not breathe. She would yeah. have died yeah. had she not swung at him. Mm-hmm. Well, she might have died. She probably would have. She yeah. couldn't breathe. He was choking her. Yeah. And on top of all this, the prosecutor was pretty racist and Ugh. referred to Tanisha as a, quote, hood diva. What in the hell does that mean? That she's from the and hood. That's... She's ghetto. And then talked extensively about the, quote, culture she is from. Is is he, like, trying to get you to think of, like, hip-hop and, like, all the raps that derogatorily talk about women or something like that? Do you know the worst part? I am about 90% positive that it was a woman. Oh, my God. What is with all of these female prosecutors just going for the low blows and going directly in at these women? I mean, Kim had one, too. Nikki had one, too. Mm -hmm. These are women going against their own kind. (laughs) I'm pretty sure it was. It's their job, but I'm pretty sure it was Sandra Dorley. Um, I couldn't really find any hard evidence i just saw her listed as um as the Mm -hmm. it it didn't even say prosecutor it said some words legal jargon but i'm pretty sure it was her it might not have been um and she does kind of partially redeem herself later if it was her so tanisha was sentenced to 14 years in prison for manslaughter and she was transported to the bedford hills correctional facility for women tanisha did a try did a try <laughs> tanisha did try to appeal this conviction but it was originally on excess unsuccessful am i having a stroke <laughs> it was originally unsuccessful then in 2019 the domestic violence survivors justice act was signed into action and lawyers from sullivan and cromwell decided to work tanisha's case pro bono partner nick borton and associate angela ellis and their team were heroes for Tanisha. They were very compelled by her case and they were able to get Tanisha a resentencing. After a lot of legal jargon, as I said, and emails back and forth with Tanisha's attorneys and meetings with 
Wright's family, Sandra Dorley, who again, I'm like 90% sure is the one who said all that racist bullshit at her trial, but I can't find any hard evidence that it was definitely her that said it now said that she would proudly support the motion to resentence Tanisha under the DVSJA as well. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. So I don't know that it redeems her fully if it was her, but no, but (laughs) I I don't know that she's the one that said it. So, right. Right. So we can't, yeah, I can't. It's okay. Justice Alex Renzi, who was the judge who sentenced Tanisha originally, reduced her sentence to six years, meaning that Tanisha Davis was now immediately eligible for release. Tanisha's new lawyers, her friends, and her son were all there to watch her walk out of the Bedford Hills Correctional Facility last month, as were the filmmakers of And So I Stayed. So when you watch the documentary, you'll be able to watch this moment, and I already know that I'm going to cry like a little baby. I've I've already cried about it. I did want to note, too, um also in attendance although from inside the facility was nicole adamondo she was watching as tanisha she was able to watch as tanisha went out and met kim and everybody makes you want to cry and so i stayed and (laughs) yeah (laughs) and nikki was so happy for tanisha (laughs) that makes me want to cry even more and hopefully nikki will be next yes she better be Nikki is our next episode that we'll be covering. We'll be telling you all about her case and Nikki's appeal will be heard April 22nd. Woo-hoo! I'm so excited for that. I'm so excited too. Um, so just to finish up Tanisha while in prison, she actually worked to counsel other women that were trying to leave their abusive relationships. And this is something that she hopes to continue post release. Despite all of the terrible abuse and the jail time that Tanisha had to endure and all of the trauma that she's suffered since, she actually has PTSD and is working to, you know, kind of get better in that aspect. This is a happy ending because not only did she get out of prison, but it gives hope to people like her and to people like Nikki Anamondo, who we will finally really discuss in our next episode. I feel like there's been a lot of buildup to talk about Nikki. There has been a lot of buildup. I know we, we did a fundraiser before covering her, mm-hmm. but we're so, I am so passionate about this case. Yeah. I am so in, I'm so invested, invested in Nikki. Yeah, <laughs> me too. I just I'm really happy for Tanisha and so happy that she gets to reunite with her son when he's still young and she could still be there. And I just want the same for Nikki. Yeah, me too. Her, her children Tanisha's are son so is small. 13 now, but I mean, she'll still be able to be there for middle yeah. school and, and high school and prom and college. and oh. Yeah. And hopefully Nikki's resentencing will allow her or hopefully Nikki's appeal will get her a resentencing or maybe even her freedom. Mm -hmm. And she'll be able to be with her children during their childhood instead of waiting 19 years, which would be devastating. At least make her son an adult. I mean, that makes everybody an adult. Yeah. So they could all date 30 year old men they wanted to oh no (laughs) no 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 make sure that they never date anybody (laughs) tanisha's gonna cancel them and everybody (laughs) yeah so do you want to plug our source uh socials and then i have a quiz for you we know if you're a millennial gen zer or baby boomer based on the music you like oh i bet that they don't (laughs) (laughs) uh if you want to tell us what you think about this case or any other cases that you want us to cover, you can email us at deaddrunkpod at gmail.com. You can find the sources from this episode and links to places where you can donate to survivors of domestic violence who are still in prison. 
Nikki Adamondo's uh, defense fund, uh, fund for her family, funds for Tanisha. If you can, you can find all that linked in our blog on our website at deaddrunkpodcast.com. <laughs> I don't know why I struggled. Deaddrunkpod.com. Deaddrunkpodcast.com. It is? I think yeah, so. Yeah, it is. Isn't oh that my our God. You just, it is. You just said it so <laughs> weird that I was like, that's com. not it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at it now. Deaddrunkpodcast.com. Go there. The we thing. have everything on our website. We have yeah. an about us page where you can learn more about us. We have all Are you our just episodes. Gonna go through all the we pages? have our spooky <laughs> shooters. We have contact information. We have links to our Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Spotify. Um, I think we have links to our merch. We ha- we have links to our Patreon where you can become a patron. Um, yeah, you can basically find everything on our website. It's really a one-stop shop. I don't know why you would yeah. go there immediately. Right now. <laughs> I don't know why you're not there already. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's it. That's everything that we have. It's all on our website. That that's where you can find it. <laughs> go to our website, find everything. Or you can scroll down and click on uh, links to our Patreon or our merch in our show notes. That's all there, too. Or our Instagram. It's fairly inactive, but we're working on it. I, you know what? That's, I will take responsibility for that. And No, don't. It's both of us. <laughs> we both have access to it. We are both just terrible at this. And we I really will tell are. you how bad I am. This is how bad I am, drunkies. I'm on Instagram every day. Oh, yeah. Me too. I'm not posting anything. No, I don't. Even I don't even post on my personal account, account either. No, I don't post at all. Sometimes I'll I be like, have. "Later, Graham." This picture of three years ago or some shit. I'm but. sharing pictures that other people are putting up because what I'm doing is not interesting. No. You don't want pictures of it. It's not. <laughs> no, seriously. It's nothing. I'm doing nothing. It's not good. It's not good at all. So if you want to <laughs> apply to be our social media manager, please reach out to us, deaddrunkpod at gmail.com. We we will take we, your application. We don't. We will take your application. We don't offer benefits because we don't know how to do that. And um, but we can give you stickers. Um, <laughs> good good vibes. We'll come up with something <laughs> to give. You'll get to hang out with us on Zoom sometimes. Um, <laughs> acting like that's the same as like a paying job. <laughs> you can hang out with us. You know? <laughs> I'll let you come over and pet my cat after COVID. <laughs> I'm vaccinated. Yeah. Come over and yeah, pet my after, cat. Come over and pet my cat. As long as you <laughs> post every day on our Instagram for us. Thank you. Um, <laughs> all right. Are you ready for this quiz? We know if you're a millennial, Gen Z, or baby boomer based on the music you like. Yeah, I'm ready I for feel like it to get this wrong. It's going to get <laughs> this wrong. <laughs> I feel like we talk about the different generations often. So I thought this this was a good connection we have been recently yeah because it's so it is so stupid but it's (laughs) everywhere it is (laughs) and i have people that'll ask me and be like oh what generation is the z what is that what is the x and i'm like i don't know what anybody is i don't who cares (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't know all right ready pick a song from 2010 we have california girls by Katy perry and snoop dogg just the way you are snoop dogg was on that track (laughs) (laughs) just the way you are by bruno mars dynamite by tal cruz or rude boy by rihanna that's the thing i don't know what she's saying so like i don't (laughs) (laughs) 
That's how I sing it too. <laughs> I know Rude Boy and then it ends with Love Me. Like that's it. <laughs> I know what one I would choose. I Okay. Just the way you are is like really classic. True. I don't I never really super enjoyed California girls as I am not from California. But um <laughs> I don't know. You know what? Dynamite is like a real bop. Right. Dynamite. That's what I was going to choose, too. We're going to rock yeah. this club. <laughs> We're going to go all night. You like, just like the way you are is cute, like but dynamite. it was overplayed in 2010. So it's overplayed yes, now. I told you once. Now I told you twice. <laughs> <laughs> like it's dynamite. Anyway. Whatever happened to that guy? I can't move. Move. I have no idea. <laughs> he came out with like two songs and then vanished. Yeah. All right, pick a song from eleven years ago. Where I have is no he? idea. <laughs> if anyone has location on Tao Cruz, please let us know. <laughs> I'm worried about him. <laughs> All right, pick a song from 2011. We have "Give Me Everything" by Pitbull and Neo. We mm-hmm. have "Love no, on no Top" Pitbull. by Beyonce. Ooh, "Rolling in the Deep" by Adele. Oh, or "Moves Like <laughs> Jagger" by Maroon Five and Christina Aguilera. Oh, I got to tell you, uh, one time I made a playlist for Field Day and it had Moves Like Jagger on it. And I just did not realize that Moves Like Jagger has a curse word <laughs> for Field <in> Day. <laughs> <laughs> you were doing Field were just Day like, in 2011. I don't remember. Not Field Day. I, I was uh, with a teacher. So like oh. I was in charge <laughs> okay. of, of the music. <laughs> I wasn't at a field day. Well, how I was at a field day. I was day, like, but how I old ended were you up in 2011 that you're <laughs> participating in field day. <laughs> old enough to be there with my old chorus teacher, and then this is what I ended up doing. And they, they tried to have me back for the next field day, but they didn't like call me or anything. So I don't know what they were talking mm. about—just empty words or whatever. But I made this playlist, and then I just ended up doing the just dance dances with the kids. I was like <laughs> teaching them the. D- <laughs> Dances using the Just Dance dance rooms. I would pay to be a fly on the wall in that room or that outdoor (laughs) area. It was, I mean, I, I nailed Firework by Katy Perry. That's the, I'm, I'm sure you did. (laughs) I'm sure you hit that note too. (laughs) But yeah, I had no idea that it had a curse word in it, but, uh, so is that your pick moves like Jagger? Okay, so honestly, I really want to pick Love on Top, but I have to admit that I don't think I've actually listened to the full song all the way through. I have heard most of it, and I want to pick it just because of that vine of that kid. Oh, my God, yeah. I used to <laughs> sing it in the car with my grandfather, R.I.P., and I would always get Aww, to the part. You said that so fast. I would, always, <laughs> I would always get to the part where like, she's like changing the key at the end like every five seconds. And I would yeah. be like, baby, it's you. <laughs> and he would always go, oh, you're such a good singer. You sing that so well. And I'm like, don't tell me that. Like, that's not true. That I do not sing <laughs> that part well. You could tell me I'm a good singer about like 99% of the songs I sing except for this one. It's, I am. I butcher it, but it's a bop. So yeah, love on top. I love that. In that moment, don't you like question everything? Aren't you like, am I <laughs> actually a good singer? Like he just thinks that's good. Like is he tone deaf? Does he not know what he's hearing? <laughs> but yeah, love it's on top because right, of the. We're bump. on the same page so far. I'll, let's let's see if that continues. Um, pick Sweet. a song from 2012. Starships by Nicki Minaj. Somebody Ooh. that I used to know by Gautier and Kimbra. 
Call Me Maybe by Carly Rae Jepsen and Whistle by Flo Rida. Okay, with the exception of Whistle, I felt like every one of those songs was a bop. Is Whistle for me. the one that's like, so- Whistle Baby, Whistle Baby? Uh-oh, I, honestly, <laughs> I don't know that I've ever heard that one. I don't. It, it Nothing came to mind. Every other song started yeah. playing in my Imme- head. Immediately, and I was like, like whistle. And I'm like, I'm meant to fly. <laughs> oh, all I heard was like, zone, zone. Yes, I'm in the zone. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to pick, oh, you know, somebody that I used to know is such a freaking jam. <laughs> times you screwed me over yeah that one that one with it 2013 we have started from the bottom by drake royals by lord just give me a reason by pink and nate Nate ruiz is he the guy from fun okay yeah he's fun and get lucky by daft punk and pharrell I like all of those. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, start it. Okay, wait, start, well, start it. Start it from the bottom now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was the first one, right? Um, what's the second one again? Gonna never be Just give me a royals. reason. Oh, royals. Oh. Uh, blood. I am Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Feeling good on a Wednesday. <laughs> sparkling thoughts (laughs) (laughs) i love that he also sings like the hot 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 (laughs) (laughs) like that's what he says when he's taking a shit (laughs) okay lord it's lord we have to now all right 2014 Ooh, we have blank space by taylor swift we have all of me by john legend we bop. have Talk Dirty by Jason Derulo and 2 Chains. That's a that bop. That was your personalized ringtone for such a long time. <laughs> <laughs> and I would be like, oh, Tony's calling. <laughs> and then we have Bang Bang Into the Room. Oh, my Jesse God. J. That Ariana one was Grande so good. Okay. I think I, think I have to go to, with it's Talk Dirty. It's so good. <laughs> It legitimately I'm was, if you think that I'm know. kidding, it really was Tierney's ringtone, specifically the <laughs> just like that. So good. <laughs> I loved that song. I, you know what? I love that song. Okay. 2015. Oh, okay. Watch me whip. Now watch me nay nay. <laughs> <laughs> Which really 2015? I feel like that just yeah, happened. But it's like, like still is wow. a thing kind of. Well, to me, I whip to everything. Silent <laughs> I remember I used to to walk down the uh, grocery store aisle, and when I got to the cheese, I would go, Sargento! Sargento! Because his name is <laughs> Silento. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> um, Demi Lovato, cool for the summer. Boo. Um, Worth It by Fifth Harmony. <laughs> and this is my mm. fight song. Take back my fight song. By Rachel Platten. <laughs> Tierney clearly has no preference here. I'm just going to go with what you want me to go with. And the <laughs> well, no, what would be your pick? No, okay. that would be my pick, too. It is, it is my pick. I guess 2015 was a rough year for, for pop music. Yeah. Oh, if it makes you feel better, I also whip, but I like to whip to songs that clearly don't oh, yeah. fall for it. <laughs> 
It, like if it's like Jesus Christ, superstar. superstar. Oh my god! I completely like, forgot Adam and I were gonna watch that on Easter because he's never seen it and we didn't. Oh my god! Okay, I'm not very religious, but like if I was shown this as a child, I would have been like, "Whoa, Jesus rocks, man!" Like, oh no. um, interjection, <laughs> interjection. I just got a very mm-hmm. interesting fuck Mary kill from Katie. Starbucks okay. Panera Olive Garden. Okay, so I would uh, kill. I think Olive Garden. You would kill I think. Olive Garden, and then I think so because Panera Bread has everything that you have uh, that you. Uh, I would kill Starbucks because I go to Dunkin'. That's fair. Kill Starbucks. I would fuck, uh, fuck Olive, Olive Garden, Garden and marry, marry Panera. Panera. Yep. yep, you're right. You're right. Okay, just have to answer <laughs> her. Uh, okay. Next. Are you going to watch the John Legend one or the um, other? I don't know. The older Jesus Christ Superstar. The, uh, he's not a good Jesus. But uh, Judas say, is awesome. Judas is the star of that and show. And Sarah Bareilles is so is good. It, I love Sarah Bareilles. And honestly, she's obviously really good. But honestly, also another hidden talent in that show is Pontius Pilate. He, I don't know the name of him, but he's a Shakespearean actor. And he's not a good mm-hmm. singer. But he, you don't have to be for Pontius yeah. Pilate. He's not. He doesn't really have a lot of, yeah. you know, vocal demand in his songs. He can talk, but he's such a good actor. Like you can really see it in yeah. his face when he reacts to like looking at Jesus is looking mm-hmm. in his eyes. Oh God, it's so good. It was so good. Right. That might be that the one we have to watch. But yeah, he's never seen it, and I think he needs. But to. you should listen to the Gethsemane song sung by the other guy too, because. John Legend is a great singer, but he didn't he just he's, he's not, not emoting. Jesus. He's he's that he's Jesus. Not, Jesus. not my Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 2016. We have Work by Rihanna and Drake. We have Pillow Talk by Zayn. We have Formation by Beyonce, and we have Closer by the Chainsmokers and Halsey. Formation. You pick Formation? <laughs> Formation. I I will admit the song that I listened to all that summer was closer. Yeah. But Formation is such an amazing. I will song. tell you song. It's so good. Closer. I will whip a nene to all day. It's perfect. <laughs> um. Did you also see that Halsey on her Instagram now says that she will go by she or they for her pronouns no i did she says it's what wow. feels most genuine to her and i'm like okay girl go Good on for her she honestly i'm listening to more halsey and more noah cyrus mm. like why was the cyrus family hiding I noah know. cyrus her she's music great. is so good yeah. she's probably the best out of all of them and halsey well, like, i don't know trace album? cyrus is pretty talented <laughs> Shake, shake, <laughs> shake, shake, shake. I saw him live once, and he, I think he was on acid the entire time. I don't doubt that the entire band was on yeah. acid. He was like looking up into the stands, like. Oh. If you don't know, they're called Metro Station, oh. and I don't think they exist no, anymore. I don't, I don't think know. so. <laughs> All right, twenty seventeen. He married Brenda Song, right? We have. He married Brenda Song. Is he? I think that's that he did. so funny. I think I thought you told me that. Hold on. Let me just do a quick goog. Trey. Trace. Trey, right? Trey Cyrus. 
Trace. Oh my god, it is worse. It's than even I worse. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh man. Where is it? Oh, it's not. They have it's a not on here. Maybe he just dated. He has Brenda's a song. song named Brenda. The lyrics go something <laughs> like this: Did I let you down when I wasn't round? When I wasn't round. She likes thick boys, <laughs> I guess. Oh, well. Jaded is an understatement. Good for her. Since you left, I've been sedated. I got clean from the codeine. Wine and spirits play for keeps. Ugh. Okay. Yeah. So they broke up. But presume I'm assuming Brenda, it was her decision. I should have never <laughs> left the West Coast. I lost you on the Metro. Smoke and mirrors got me losing my mind. Shed more tears than a southern rain. Leave dead rose petals on my grave. Brenda, yeah, you drive me crazy, but I miss my baby tonight. Nah, nah. The real lyricist in that family is Noah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, nothing, not... Not dissing Miley, but Noah's songs are just so... Oh, my God. <laughs> I love All right, her. 2017. We have Despacito, but not the Justin Bieber one. Not the Justin Bieber That's one. That's fine. The Louis Fonzi and Daddy Yankee one. I don't I don't yeah. need him. Daddy Yankee has always been the only person yeah, I need exactly. on that. Like <laughs> then we have, look what you made me do. Look what you made me do. Look what you made me do. Look what you look what you just made me do. Whatever how it goes. Taylor Swift. You know, Cody really likes that album. I don't mm, like that song. I hate at it all, actually. <laughs> I love Taylor Swift. And she just put out um all of Fearless re recorded. I just honestly I think I know I've heard it before, but today on Spotify, Spotify was like, here, listen to Willow. And I was like, this is really good. This is really good. She's really good. I just did not enjoy. Yeah, no, that was that was a what dark you time made me for do. her. <laughs> that was a dark time. All she right. was going through some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I was going through some stuff listening to that song. I hated <laughs> it. Anyway, um, Shape of You by Ed Sheeran oh, and Praying it. by Kesha. <gasps> oh feel okay so despacito despacito is the bop of that group uh -huh. i feel and obviously daddy yankee and louis fonzi are all you need on that one mm -hmm. or louis or whatever um i'm sorry that was always going to be mispronounced <laughs> but <laughs> uh i think i have to go with praying yeah i knew you're i feel like that's the right answer yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right 2018 we're getting up there. We have I Like It Like That by Cardi B, Bad Bunny, and J Balvin. Oh, I love Cardi B, but I do not. I, oh, I kind of like that one. It's kind <laughs> of a bop. Uh, then we have Shallow by Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. Oh, well, that one was good. That's really good. <laughs> then we have Make Me Feel by Janelle Monet, which I don't know I don't that I know I, that song. I don't know that one. I probably would if you played it. I just, you know what I mean? I just don't like, can't think. It doesn't pop into my mind like this last one right. does, which is This is America by Childish Gambino. Oh, that one. Yeah. That one for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I love that one. This is my area. This is America. Guns in my area. <laughs> it's so good. And the music video, I'm just like, oh, oh my God. Okay. Oh, I know. When that first came out, I watched it so many yeah. times. It was. <laughs> I remember showing my mom and Bob that video and being like, look, watch this. Isn't it great? 
Right. So I did not. I did not do that. Ooh, <laughs> Ooh 2019. You had to do it to me. We what, have, what? 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 We have. Thank you. Next. Next. Thank you. Uh, by Ariana Grande. Then yeah, we have. That one's so good. Old Town Road remix. Lil Nas X and Billy oh. Ray Cyrus. Love Lil Nas. <laughs> then we have Bad Guy by Billie Eilish. Oh. <laughs> and then we have Watermelon Sugar High. Oh. Watermelon sugar I know. High. I know that you would pick Watermelon oh, Sugar, but I, I have think to that's go. My favorite song. I have to go with Billy. Yeah. I have to go with Bad I, Guy. You know what? <laughs> I understand. And I, I see you and I hear you. And I, I honestly did not know they were in the same year. Like I, yeah. watermelon sugar and bad guy. They because watermelon sugar feels like it's really big now still, mm. and bad guy is not. Yeah, because that's interesting. Because yeah, Harry Styles just won a Grammy for a performance of Watermelon Sugar. Yeah, so maybe they weren't released in this year. They're just like I don't know. That's uh, so yeah, weird. I don't know who made this quiz. Anyway, finally, pick a song from 2020. Okay. <sighs> We have Break My Heart by Dua Lipa, Dynamite by BTS, mm-hmm. Savage by Megan Thee Stallion, and Rain On Me by Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande. Oh. Uh, okay. Honestly, I don't love any of these. Uh, yeah. There's- if I'm honest, I think Dynamite is the bop, but I really liked... Wait, now I lost it. Was I'd the, rather was the be one? dry, but at least I'm alive. Rain on me. I do like rain, that one. Rain, rain. Let's pick that one. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. What is dynamite? Because I, I, I'm going something, something. And I'm going to. Uh, uh. I only know oh. the Among Us version. <laughs> okay. I only know the Among Us version where they're like, because I, I, I'm doing tests tonight. <laughs> <laughs> do it right. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> That's funny. All right. I, I love the chorus for that one where he's like, though it may be silly, I don't want to be a ghost. So do it right so we don't die tonight. Oh God, <laughs> that made me want to play Among Us. <laughs> Dude, the new map is freaking huge. I played it once and I was like the imposter and it was very easy to win as the imposter. Yeah, because it's so huge. Nobody's ever going to see you. And so I won. And then I was like, okay, I think I'm done. Yeah, I really just want to play around on it with people I know. <laughs> yeah. Play hide and seek or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Are you ready for the results? Yes. You are. I guess we are because I feel like we pretty much agreed on most of these. Without a doubt, yeah. a Gen Zer. <laughs> what the hell? You listen to cool <laughs> musicians like Billie Eilish and you don't really understand the hype around artists like Maroon 5. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I will tell you, I love Maroon 5. So get that nonsense out of here yeah i also like maroon five i don't understand but like just because we like are they the ones after us yeah are they after us yeah that's it that was just billy eilish that's (laughs) yeah so we like billy eilish so we're gen zers so get rid of your skinny jeans and part your hair down the middle (laughs) (laughs) i will be honest with you it's so when i part my hair down the middle which is only when i'm at home i it's more comfortable it is but it does not look good. It looks dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I need to see so you dumb. with your hair down the parted down the middle. Honestly, when it's parted down the middle, I look in the mirror and my, my first reaction is like, "You look really dumb for <laughs> real." Like you look. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. 
Uh, all right. Oh. Well, I thoroughly enjoyed this episode. I hope that you guys all did too. I definitely did. Right. And I hope that you tune in to our next episode this month when we talk about Nicole Adamano. Yes, I can't wait. Finally. So <laughs> see you then. Best wishes. Warmest regards.